This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast from Monday, August 22nd. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dwoskin. Matt, how you doing? Uh, I'm alright. I think it's... Yeah? Doing yeah. okay? I guess. Yeah. Uh, we were recording on Sunday morning uh, in preparation for Monday, so a little bit ahead. Uh, Matt, we have to talk about your Field of Streams picks for the weekend so far. Okay. Because we made these picks Friday morning before Friday show, and uh, you and I agreed it was a tough weekend for streaming picks. It was not going to be easy. So you threw your hands in the air and took Kendall Graveman in Chicago against the White Sox, yeah, I felt like. Like, literally throwing my hands in the air. Like, there is nobody I like. You know, I, I know Graveman will at least probably be competent against the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, he threw a Maddox. He threw... He did. He threw a two-hitter. And I was like, ah, dang it, Matt. Like, I was like, all right. Well, congrats. That's good. And then on Saturday... You went with Robbie Ray, uh, who had been good lately, but we kind of, you know, took him a couple times against the Mets, and that went well uh, against the Mets both times. Well, uh, he got the Padres, and he struck out 13 on uh, one run. It's <laughs> like, all right, so it's been a good weekend for you so far. And who, uh, who's up on Sunday? Um, on Sunday, you have, let me remember... Mike Leak in Philadelphia, so no hitter. I don't think Mike Leak is going to strike out thirteen or throw no, a two hitter. Fourteen. Yeah, but it should have an okay day. Like he's a safe bet. That's a good matchup. But yeah, I'm well behind on updating the uh, the spreadsheet, and I told you I'm scared too now after that weekend you had went well, pretty well. Um, no, I, I've got a fantasy football draft today. Yeah, I've literally done zero. I, I know nothing about football this this off season. Oh, so it's going to be a fun draft. Well, the good news is fantasy football. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can have, I mean, the luck you have with Kendall Graveman and Robbie Ray, and then just add in, you know, the football element to it. You're going to be just fine. Everybody is like. constantly hurt all, all the time, yes. Yeah. No, it's and you, it's, it's like, this is a league I've been in probably for, I think, 12 years. Really? It's with, all, like, all my buddies from, like, you know, around college, and I... I've been you know, doing so much, you know, for this podcast and other, you know, other kind of, you know, freelance jobs, my, you know, my, my day job that I've literally done nothing since before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So and you're, I, this has never happened to me. You know, usually I'm like, you know, Johnny preps a lot. And yeah. You're going to get in a good hour of prep today, maybe? <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll glance at the ESPN rankings just so I know yeah. games. And adjust your own. I've been there. I've been there with baseball ones before where I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I can figure this out. That is really fine. No, no, no. I, I, I spend so much time in baseball that I... I no, that, that, that's never happened to me. But no, this, yeah. is, this is a first for me with, with, with football, just like not having time to, you know, pick it up during the offseason. It's been... It's never happened, so... Yeah. Um, well, we are going to look at games for Monday, the 22nd. Um, it's a smaller slate. Uh, we are ignoring the day game, Scott Casimir at Homer Bailey. Um, but we have eight games otherwise to pick from. And uh, again, recording Sunday morning, so if things change drastically by Monday, 
we're sorry. Uh, yeah. We record yeah. podcasts ahead of time. It happens. So, check your lineups, dude. Uh, check your check your lineups. Uh, hopefully the pitching matchups stay the same. So um, yeah, we got uh, eight games to pick from Matt. We start at catcher. What are you looking at uh, at catcher for Monday? I've got an odd group of catchers that I wrote down. Okay, that's that's intriguing. I had four and a half names. I I had I think I I think I know who the half is. I, I I'm about the same. I'm, I'm about the same way. I think. All right. So what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna start with you know most expensive to cheapest. Okay, we're starting with Wilson Ramos versus Dylan Buddy. It's, uh, okay. I did not have him. What do you like about this? It's righty on righty, but Bundy really has been great against either side, and mm-hmm. Ramos has been so good against righties that I'm kind of not afraid of it. Okay, Bundy like started to finally break out a little bit, and then uh, had a bad time out last time, I believe. No. But. I'm I'm not scared off by Dylan Bundy. I'm really not, especially against a competent Washington Nationals offense. So. Yeah, he led five runs in four and a third last time against Boston. Though I yeah. can't really fault him for getting rocked by them. Yeah. I don't know he had a bit of a hot stretch for a while. Intriguing guy, kind of a post type sleeper guy, but uh, certainly not established. I don't have a problem with picking on him at all. Yeah. Next up, uh, Jason Casher versus Jameson Tyon. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, we're gonna have to talk about this Fister versus Tyon matchup because it's two guys that handle righties pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can find a lefty like Castro, I think that's pretty good. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Tyler Flowers versus Zach Godley. Okay, what do you like about this? It's it's righty and righty. Mm-hmm. Um, Flowers, believe it or not, is mashed righties this year. Okay. Well, as as much as a Braves catcher can. Sure, as much as Tyler Flowers can. And Godley's been oddly mediocre against righties this year. I think it's more, it might be more Babbitt driven, but either way, I'm kind of intrigued by this matchup. Yeah, Godley's not very good, so no, he's yeah. not very good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, next up, Mike Zanino versus Michael Pineda. Uh, sure, I did have that. I feel like you can always think about picking on uh, Michael Pineda. And it doesn't really, you know, handedness does not really matter. He's been equally yeah. bad against both sides, just about. He can have great days, but he can also just play, you know, meltdown. So, and last my, my half is Brian McCann versus Cody Martin. Okay, um, what do you like about this? Just that Cody Martin's a spot starter we can all pick on. Yeah, he struggles against lefties, and McCann is still left-handed. Yeah, um, I had that. I also had uh, Gary Sanchez, who's been good so far. But are you looking for mostly lefties yep. against uh, against Martin? I mean, it's a you know, it's not a terrible pick, but I I'd rather have the advantage than not. Sure, sure. Um, I am impressed by Gary Sanchez so far. Um, I had all those guys. I had two more. Um, what about Cubs catchers getting Edwin Jackson? Whether it's Wilson Contreras or Miguel Montero, at different price points. Do you? you know, the matchup should be fine, right? I'm not a big Montero guy, but yeah, I've been mm-hmm. having Contreras. Yeah, I think we'll be picking lots of Cubs. And then Sandy Leone gets Blake Snell and. Blake Snell is an interesting pitcher, but I feel like he's going to get beat up in that Red Sox matchup, don't you? Yeah, probably. probably. It's not a good matchup. Oh. Um, and Sandy Leone keeps hitting. So okay. Um, how about first base, Matt? I have five names. How'd you do? I had a bunch. Okay. Well, who are you looking at at first base? Um, I wrote on Hanley versus Ian Snell, but uh, I think he's day. I think Hanley's day to day, but then isn't he always? Yeah, got to make sure he's in there. But I like that matchup if he gets in, for sure. Agreed. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt versus Mike Boltonevich. Okay, 
Uh, righty on righty, but Fulton Evich has been, you know, pretty not great well, anyway. Fulton so. Evich, pretty much. He's pretty, pretty rough against righties and rougher against lefties, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, I on Indians first baseman versus Andy Triggs. Sure. I mean, I mean to either of them. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, again, Hen, this doesn't really matter with Triggs. He's been rough against most of us. Uh, Anthony Rizzo versus Edwin Jackson. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, that's you're gonna pay for it. It's gonna be a top option, but yeah, there's no reason to hesitate about that. Chris, Petco Park, and I don't care. Chris Carter versus Chad Bettis. Yeah, I love that. Did you see the 400 and whatever foot home run he hit this weekend? Not in person, no. It was in Seattle, and he hit it high up the batter's eye, straight in center field. Uh, and it was one of those where the center fielder started to trot back and was like, no. And you, I had to rewind it and watch it in because, again, just where it bounces off the wall is way up there. It was, yeah, he does that. He runs into him sometimes, and it was it was a fun one to watch. But, yeah, I think he can handle Chad Bettis. And if you're looking to go a bit cheaper at first base, I've got two guys in, uh, in Pittsburgh that I kind of like. Okay. John Jaso and Josh Bell. Should okay. Bell. I had a... John Jaso, I did not have Josh Bell, but I'm all right with that too. Well, he's a 24 year old switch hitter who wears number 55. Mm-hmm. Is that specifically uh, exciting for you? Not in particular, no. But oh. I was like, is the number relevant? Do I not get the relevance of it? Oh no, no. I, I always, I'm always kind of intrigued by these, like you know, late season call ups and the numbers they wear. Like you know, uh, Aaron Judge wears 99. Yeah, I think that might be a thing for him, but uh, yeah. Uh, Josh Bell should be fine. Uh, I'm interested in him. Not sure which one of them will get in. Uh, John Jaso's been a little bit better this month, but have been slowed down for a bit. Um, the point is they're both going to bat left-handed against Doug Fister, and that's right. what you want. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, those are actually, you, you covered all the guys I had. So, um, on to second base. What are you thinking there? Bunch of names again. Yeah. It, it, despite there only being eight games, I found a lot of options, actually, everywhere. Um, yeah, who do you like at second base? Dustin Pedroia versus Blake Snow. Yeah, he's been hitting righties better than lefties this year, but he also has a history of hitting lefties, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, Washington second baseman versus Dylan Bundy. Okay, uh, with the return of Ryan Zimmerman, it's probably Daniel Murphy, yeah. Okay. Trey Turner also qualifies, and he'll probably slide into the outfield, I guess. Yep. Uh, Jason Kipnis versus the Trigger. Yeah, totally fine with that. I think I'll be picking plenty of Indians, too. Yeah. Robinson Cano versus Max Pineda. Uh, yeah, I, I, a lot of Mariners, too. Anybody yeah. you like from the Mariners lineup uh, against Pineda, you could look for a meltdown there. And Ben Zobers versus Edwin Jackson. Okay, yeah. I, I, Cubs stack will be popular, too. I like all those. Um, I wrote uh, Logan Forsyth getting David Price. It's not that exciting to pick against David Price, but... He'll be back, and he can hit lefties, and he'll probably be leading off, and so that's totally a viable second-base option. Um, and I had uh, DJ LeMahieu getting Jimmy Nelson. It's away from Coors, but are you thinking about picking on Jimmy Nelson? Uh, not with righties. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, LeMahieu can usually handle righties, but I don't blame you if that's not for you. That's definitely lower on my chart. Um, okay. On to third base. Matt, who do you like at third base? Honestly, my, my favorite pick of the day is Jake Lamb versus Mike Walton Evans. Okay. At third base or in general? Third base. Yeah. In particular. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, uh, Fulton Evans has such a particular weakness to lefties, and unfortunately, that's by far the best 
lefty in the the D backs lineup. I look, they're pretty right handed right now. Two lefties in their roster. You know who the second one is? Uh, Michael Bourne. Did you look? Uh, I didn't look now, but I remember checking because I was like, "Ooh, Michael Bourne. He's stuck around on this roster for a while. Wonder if he's been any good." And I oh. looked it up, and nope, still not good. He had like a little run, like when he first came back, but since then it's been downhill pretty quickly. Yeah, it's as you'd expect, but they need a center fielder that bad. So, uh, speaking of which, AJ Pollock trying to come back. I grabbed him in my head-to-head format. Just you know, if he makes it back for the playoffs for me, like okay, great. So, depending on your format and your DL spots, it might be time to grab AJ Pollock because they're gonna for some reason try and get him back this year. Um, but yeah, I like Jake Lamb against Fulton Evich. Uh, who else do you have at third base? Uh, Jose Ramirez versus the Trigger. Sure. Yeah. Part of that Indian stack that should be just fine. Kyle Seeger versus Pineda. Um, yep, I like that too. And Chris Bryant versus Ejax. Yeah, Chris Bryant's just on it there. Like the, Chris Bryant, I, it's one of those where everybody thought he was going to be a really good prospect and going to be a really good major league hitter, and he immediately was, and he has continued to be. And there's just been like no surprises where you're like, yep, just lived up to the hype, you know. Uh, Chris Bryant is one of those prospects that makes everybody overrate other prospects. You know, like when we were all on that, like, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper high, and now, like, every other, like, prospect that would come up, people would be like, oh, you gotta get him, he's gonna be a stud. And it's like, no, they don't all turn out this way. Um, except Chris Bryant did. Chris Bryant also. Uh, just playing a bona fide major league getter. It's awesome. Um, I have Evan Longoria getting David Price also. Um, it feels like Price and, or, pardon me, Longoria and Forsyth are the only real guys you can pick from the Tampa Bay lineup, uh, especially against lefties anymore, but I'm fine with that. Um, what did you think about Arenado getting Jimmy Nelson, or you still don't really want a righty there? I, I, I get, I get why somebody would go there. I would not, honestly. Yeah. You'd be paying for not an ideal situation with him. Um, and then... Hopefully you can get him at shortstop. That's, you know, where, where he'd be more valuable. But he's been playing third base. Not to tip things, but I am mentioning Jonathan VR here uh, at third base. Um, but we can transition to shortstop with him. But he gets Chad Bettis. Wherever you can play him is going to be good, but shortstop's going to be shallower. He can handle that just fine. So, Matt, other than Jonathan VR, who are you thinking at shortstop? Xander Bogart versus Ian Snell. Yep. I'll, uh, uh, Blake Snell. Oh, I'm sorry, Blake Snow, I apologize. I have made that mistake a few times myself. It happened. You know, I'm sorry. It's that, that, that's the Snow that triggers oh, I, when I see the last name Snow. Or no. Oh, I, I remember Ian Snow quite a bit, definitely. Uh, next up, Francisco Lindor versus the Trigger. Yeah, that is going to be just fine. And Dee Dee versus that uh, Cody Martin character. Sure. I, I, I got to be okay with that, I suppose. I, I was not a Dee Dee guy for a long time, and he's actually... He's been hitting better, you know, so, yeah, they're fine. Is that it for you at shortstop? Kind of a thin day. Pretty much. Yeah, the only other one I had you didn't is I would take Addison Russell against Edwin Jackson, um, just because part of that Cubs stack, but it's a thin thin shortstop day. If you can pay for Xander Bogarts, uh, you're in good shape, but otherwise might just go somewhere cheap, try and punt a little bit. Um, okay, uh... And then on to the outfield. I didn't have a ton of options, but I did okay. How'd you do in the outfield? The outfield, let's see. The stacks I like. I like the, the Pirates lefties versus Doug Fister. That's Matt Joyce and Gregor Blanco. Mm-hmm. 
Cleveland's Tyler Nakin on Chisholm versus the Trigger. Did you see the walk-off inside the Parker Tyler Naquin had the other day? I didn't see that. That was fantastic. That was pretty good. That was. I don't know what Melvin Upton was doing on that play, but you kind of need one of those usually for an inside the Parker. So. But either way, no, it was a fantastic play. Yeah. Um, like some individuals I like. Uh, Mookie Betts versus Blake Snell. Yeah, Mookie Betts is becoming one of those in any situation, guys. He's having an incredible year. Uh, yeah. So I like him here, absolutely getting a lefty. Rockies outfield versus Jimmy Nelson. I forgot to mention them. They're all left-handed. Yeah, which is nice against Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Braun versus Chad Bettis on the other side. Totally fine with that. Also had that written down. Uh, Dexter Fowler versus Evan Jackson. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. Nelson Cruz versus Michael Pineda. I had him. I had Seth Smith, too. Just because if Michael Pineda is going to be bad, I don't know why Seth Smith can't hit him also. That's fine. Uh, I wrote down Yankees outfield versus Cody Martin, but I, I I can't remember who I liked. I mean, you can take Ellsbury, you can take Gardner, and you can take Aaron Judge. I like all of them getting Cody Martin just fine. I'd rather have the lefties, but they're also... I, I mean, even Aaron Hicks is pretty damn out inspiring. Yeah. No, don't for Aaron Judge, maybe you can run into one. You know, has the power for sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next up, and oh, last on my list, uh, Nick Markakis versus Zach Godley. All right, I did not have uh, Nick Markakis. I'm sure you did, but uh, I. Uh, what What do you like about this? Just Mark or Godley being uninspiring? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, a cheap pick, but you can get some points there. You might you yeah. can get some points there? You might like it. Uh, yeah, well, you took all the outfield options I had. We had a similar list, uh, but there's only eight games, so that's not that surprising. Um, okay, looking at the pitchers, this was a little tougher. Um, I had seven names written down. There's some places to go, not a ton. Uh, Matt, you fine with Steven Strasburg going to Baltimore? I'm okay with it. Are you worried coming off that disaster course start at all? A little bit, yes. Yeah, and he has been cold before that. He has 19 runs in his last three outings. And, you know, one was against Atlanta. He led six runs there. So if you're worried about cold streaks, uh, Steven Jasberg's not doing that great. But at the same time, that might scare some people away, and you might be in business. I'm going to continue doing the, the Roger Clemens hidden injury thing. Where they just keep, he keeps getting his brains beat him, and they keep tossing him out there just because he's Steven Jasberg. Maybe, yeah. And they're, you know, in the playoff hunt. Um, it's only three starts. I think after this, I, I'm much more concerned. But it's going to Baltimore. Um, uh, you think about the flip side at all? Dylan Bundy getting the Nationals, or are you just not a Dylan Bundy guy yet? No. Okay, not a Dylan Bundy guy. So, Doug Fister goes to Pittsburgh. They're pretty right-handed. Are you thinking about Doug Fister here? No. <laughs> the problem with Doug Fister is just not much strikeout upside. Again. Uh, but I think he could have an okay outing. How about the flip side? Jameson Tyone getting the pretty right-handed Astros. Should be okay, yeah? I would be okay with that, honestly. Yeah, I think that's a fine matchup for him. Not easy, but fine. Um, David Price going home to Tampa Bay. It's a green light, right? You know, David Price has literally no platoon split. Exact same OPS against lefties and righties. That's funny. Uh, I, he's had a weird year. Yeah. Um, he should be able to handle the Rays, though, right? You would imagine he would, especially in his triumphant return to Tampa. Yeah, uh, I think he'll be fine there. Um, the The best pick of the day, is it Carlos Carrasco going to Oakland? Yes. 
it's, it's it, arguably definitely that's uh, you're gonna have to pay for it, but that's gonna be just fine. Um, the other one that, that would challenge that might be John Lester going to San Diego, though, right? I'd rather have Grasco in the dress. They're both gonna be real good. Yeah. They're both uh, real interesting. So uh, I, your ace price is there, but should be fine. Um, the only other one, a little cheaper, if I were trying not to pay for an ace, of which I like the other ones we mentioned, um, would you consider Mike Fultonevich getting the D-backs, considering nope. how right-handed they are? Not a chance. No? He's just too ugly? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, he... It's, it, there's there's downside there. I mean, you could do the, the Michael Pineda thing and just hope that he has a good day, you know, because sometimes they're, sometimes they're good and there's definitely strikeouts there. But uh, it's a GPP thing where you're just hoping that, uh, hoping you get the good one. Um, I, whether, I'm looking to like gamble with the starter. I probably go with Jimmy Nelson. Yeah, okay, you can do that. You can go Jimmy Nelson and hope that you get the Rockies on the road offense that is a little confused about what's going on. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's an option. They have enough left-handers. I'm concerned, but I, I like Jimmy Nelson more than you do, so I'd at least think about it. I like Blake Snell, but not against the Red Sox. You know. And not not interested in Godley or Triggs or Cody Martin or Edwin Jackson. So, yeah, there are your options there. You can. I think the the good medium pick is Tyone, and I don't mind Fister, but there's just not the same upside. But you can pay for Price or Carrasco or Lester; it would be just fine. So, um, and then we got to make some field of streams picks. Uh, Homer Bailey is still eligible. He's in that that early game. He gets the Dodgers, who had a lot of trouble with Brandon Finnegan on Saturday. Um, Doug Fister's eligible. Blake Snell's eligible. They'll probably don't want that. And then Jimmy Nelson, Mike fulton and Zach Godley. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Doug Fister against Pittsburgh. Uh, not, not the strikeouts, but I think is, is relatively safe. He's at 49%. Matt, do you want, um, I guess, is Bailey, Fister, or Nelson? It's Bailey, yeah. Yeah, I think Homer Bailey will be good there, too. He's still under-owned. You people that are still paying attention in your formats... Got to go grab him. Uh, the Dodgers isn't a great matchup for him, but I'm, I'm not that scared of him right now. And he's been good. So, yeah, I like that. Um, all right, that should do it for us for Monday. Matt, you got uh, anything to add before we get out of here? Literally nothing. Okay, we'll, we'll move on, get our week started. Uh, Matt, good luck in your fantasy football draft. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> are we gonna get some football analysis from you over these last uh, this last month or so? Do you want Do you want me to? I don't know. When I, if your first rounder gets blown out in the preseason or something, then yeah, then I want to. You know, I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it a little bit. Honestly, my goal is to draft a guy who isn't already blown up. Yeah. So I'm just like looking, you know, flipping through injuries and trying to see who's hurt and who's not. Yeah, you don't want to get mocked in the draft. Correct. Well. It's my buddy, so I'm probably going to get mocked anyway, but either way. That's part of the fun, for sure. Well, uh, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS if you want to hear him be not that enthused about his fantasy football team. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and yeah, we like hearing from you guys. That should do it for us for Monday. We will, of course, be back on Tuesday. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.